Welcome to the Business Sphere. On this podcast, we want to share real stories and real struggles from entrepreneurs who have been where you are. John Fong interviews business professionals and entrepreneurs in many fields to uncover their successes and challenges. We take a deep dive into their journey and provide you with tips and advice to help your business today. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Joining me today is real estate entrepreneur and business coach, Terry Thayer. He helps business owners scale their business from six figures a year to six figures a month. So I'm excited to learn a lot about how that happens. And thanks a lot for being on the show today, Terry. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Excited. So share with the audience members um, a little bit about yourself, how you started, and maybe share the backstory. So the upbringing, how you got into real estate, and you know what do you do today? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I've been, I'm here in Raleigh, North Carolina. I grew up in upstate New York in very cold winters, and uh, my dad was a carpenter. So, and I, I just like, I was always really motivated by hard work making money. Like I was always hustling something, gum, bicycles, you know, I'd I'd fix up bicycles, whatever it took, right? Always just hustling something. And when it got to the point where I can actually work on a job site, you know, I was a little bit older. I would always ask my dad, Hey, can I come to work for you on a weekends, days off from school, summers, holidays, whatever it was, right? I would always, and I was, I was really intrigued by it. And he's just like such a hustler, right? He was just always so like, how to be more efficient? How can we make more money? How can we squeeze another dime out of this by putting another system in place on a job site doing construction? And, you know, so I I learned about systems. I learned about putting things together, how to become more efficient, how to duplicate our efforts, by just making little tweaks, right? And he would be like, oh, don't do it like that because you could do it so much faster if you do it like this, right? And so that's why I, I learned on a job site, those type of things. And uh, I was in carpentry. I became a carpenter, became a master carpenter. And I loved it, right? I can, I can build furniture. I can do all kinds of trim pieces, like really cool stuff. And it was uh, mostly we worked on exteriors, but then after we moved to North Carolina, worked on exteriors for a while. He built this giant business. Literally, it was like winning the lottery. He came to North Carolina, the right time, right place. Like everything could align, couldn't have lined up any better, right? And it was just such a need for what he he was doing in the siding business. So he just blew this company up, got up to the point where I'm in my early 20s. And by now I've graduated from school, right? I'm in my early 20s and we got this company up to we had over 250 people working for us. He was, he had almost a hundred trucks and trailers. I had, uh, I would travel up and down the East coast with uh, about 60 something guys doing apartment complexes while I had all the rest of the guys, 17 crews plus service people and delivery people and all this other stuff back in Raleigh. And I remember the next telephone. I don't know if you know about, remember about the next telephone of beep, beep, you know, and I had two of them. I had one for my guys and one for all the, the builders and superintendents. But I did that for many years. And uh, finally in 2000, I was just like, it, it reminded me, I don't, you ever seen a movie Groundhog Day? Where, where like you wake up, it was the same thing every day. You just repeated every single day. And I was like, this is, you know, I'm in my mid twenties now. And I'm like, look, this isn't what I want to do. Like, I want more. 
I was intrigued by the builders building these buildings that we were doing work on, yeah. right? I'm like, I want to be those guys. I want to be the developers that are buying this land to create these projects. Like, that's what I wanted to do. So I went to my dad and I said, look, I was like, you know, he wasn't really paying me that much money. I mean, compared to what I should have been making compared to what I was doing, right? I'm like, look, either you pay me a whole lot more money or you make me a partner or I'm gone, right? And neither one of the, the first two happened. So I was gone. 2000, I go off and, you know, the grass is greener on the other side and I start doing renovations for people. And then in 20, uh, 2002, I went to go get my, uh, my uh, GC license so I can be a builder, right? And me and a friend of mine, while, while we're doing this, we're studying for our GC license. He got his like right away. He was a smart kid right out of college. And like, I never went to college. So it took me a few extra steps, you know, he gets his GC license. We buy this little house for less than a hundred thousand bucks. It was like 97,000 bucks. This little like 11, 1200 square foot ranch, one car garage right over by NC state university. And we decided to cut the roof off it, put a second floor addition and turn this house into a four bedroom, four bath house because the university was in need of student housing, right? Not really student housing like on campus, but it was just right off outside of campus. And we can rent rooms for $650 per room. So we, we this is our first venture, right? We buy this house, put, cut the roof off and put a second floor addition, four bedroom, four bath, refinish it. But while we're building this house, we we weren't even a, a company, right? We were literally just two friends, you know, doing this whole thing. We go down the road, buy this sign, we make up this name Titan Development, put the sign out in front. The next thing we know, we're buying up all, houses all throughout this neighborhood. <clears throat> and it was 2002, right? 19 years ago, you, you like the marketing, it, that's all it took. Put a sign out front. Like if you, if you threw out a thousand letters, you're getting... 10, 15 houses in contract. I mean, it was that easy back then. And uh, yeah, so we started buying up houses and we we're flipping houses and we we're building more of these uh, four bedroom, four bath houses for investors. And then we got to the point where we were buying houses, tearing them down, building new houses. And that's, that's how it started. And then um, around 2007-ish, we went, we went separate ways. He went more into the tech industry, okay. uh, which he now owns more patents than anybody in the world. Um, and uh, I, I stayed in the real estate industry. And so I've just, but here, here's the thing, like it got to the point where for all those years, I was a technician. Like I put systems in place and we would, we would knock out projects and we'd make good money on it. But I, I had to be there for it. And it went all the way up until say 2012. 2012, I hired my first coach. And I start learning about systems, that book right behind you, the E-Myth. Like I remember that, that coaching program telling me, read, read the E-Myth by Michael Gerber, E-Myth Revisited. I remember reading that book and just being like, mind blown. I'm like, I mean, there's, there's got to be a way to do this. And in 2014, I go to a mastermind. I, I hear these, uh, this, this, uh, one of my coaches talk about how she's like basically living in uh, California, getting ready to take a month off, unplug her businesses in Florida and all this stuff was happening. I'm like, there's no way like this, this is impossible. Like I'm stressed out because I'm at this mastermind Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, thinking my entire business is burning to the ground. And that right there was where it clicked. Like I went from working 
80 to 100 hours a week, seven days a week, didn't take a vacation for almost 10 years, made good money, but just didn't know how to actually run a real business. It wasn't a business because without me, it's, it doesn't exist, right? And now today, uh, I own five, five active businesses. I have passive businesses as well, but five active businesses. Um, I'm sitting here in our office. We've got 6,300 square feet. We've got a full staff. Uh, we've got everything from e-commerce to real estate, to real estate coaching events. Um, my book's getting ready to drop here in about, about uh, less than two weeks. We've got a big event in, uh, in Mexico. This September, we're going to have about five, 600 people there. Uh, from all over the country, hopefully from Canada too. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's literally been in, in a 30,000 foot view, what, what my life's been like for the last 25 years. That's amazing. I mean, I love how you took, you know, hard work, grit, perseverance, your hard struggles early by doing this stuff to learn it. And then and I also wanted to ask you, like, what's your relationship like with your dad today? Because you kind of parted ways. He probably wanted you to take over the business, right? As a son, or maybe there's other people in the in the industry. But what happened to that business? And are you still really tight with your dad? Yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, he worked like crazy. I worked like crazy. And we didn't really, our relationship was with work. So when... Oh. I left him, there the really wasn't a relationship. Well, now that he's been retired, you know, he's done, he's well set. He's done very well for himself since we moved to North Carolina. Prior to North Carolina was like my years from 2002 to 2012. Like his years were all the way up until North Carolina. Grind, 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 hustle. You know what I'm saying? Until he actually truly built the business when we moved uh, to North Carolina. But um, today our, our relationship is, is much better. It's good. Um, it was, it was, it took many years to get there because it was like just that work relationship and just rebuilding a, a new different relationship. Cause I'm curious because, you know, he, you knew he was kind of successful running his business. Why didn't you turn to him to ask for advice when you were starting off? Right. Um, because you know, for me, it could have shrank time. Um, but of course, maybe as a parent and until you're a parent yourself, you want your child to make mistakes, learn and grow. And when they're ready, yeah. they will ask, right? I, I would say there's two answers to that. One is not everybody's a good mentor. Like no. there's people that are good at what they do and they can never like, look at there's, I, I, I'm a mentor to many people in the real estate industry, right? There's a lot of people that are crushing real estate much better, much more than I am. They're, I can learn from them, but they don't teach it. That's just not their thing. They just don't, they're not good at it, right? I'm, I'm an amazing salesperson. I'm probably, I, I would put myself up against anybody in sales, including who we were talking about earlier, Grant Cardone. Like I feel truly like it's when it comes to sell, sales, I can sell with the best of them but I have a hard time teaching sales. I'm not a good mentor of sales. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So, so I think that that's uh, first and foremost, the, the, the first answer. The second answer is, you know what? Some people do have that relationship with their parents where they feel like they go to their parents for that. And other people feel like they can get more from other people. It's just, it's just a different connection, right? So my kids, uh, my daughter, she's 17. She's a senior in high school. We homeschool our kids. Um, and she's finishing up her, her senior year. 
And I said, I own an e-com business, right? So I can teach her e-com, but I think she can get better results if I hire her a mentor and they can teach her e-com. So that's what I did. I hired her a mentor and they're teaching her e-com. That way I can have the, the, the relationship that I want with, with my daughter not having to like drill her about why aren't you doing it? You understand what I'm saying? Like oh, totally. giving that accountability and it gives them freedom. It gives them uh, a little more um, sense of uh, accomplishment by having somebody else versus me telling them what to do every and step. I guess for you, it's the boundaries too, right? Like you want to set your boundaries as I'm the dad and I'll support you no matter what. And as opposed to like, I'm your boss. Right, mentor, and you're gonna grill them differently because, as a, a boss to a leader to your staff, it's a little bit different, right? Yeah. Than your child or your children, right? So I, I totally get it. Like I only have a, a younger son, so I'm not there yet. But I would imagine as they mature and they get into teenage life and adult life, it's gonna be different throughout that different stages of their lives as well. Yeah, for sure, it, it definitely is, and. You know, some, some uh, like I said, some parent-children relationships are different. And it's, it's just, uh, it's better to be that mentor for them. Like, I'm a mentor for them in, in life. It's a big, yeah. when it comes to the, the little things, I want to, I want to, I want to put the right person in place for them that really can give them the full attention as well. Totally, totally agree. So, Terry, I wanted to ask you, uh, I know you've been doing very successfully in real estate. Talk a little bit about these other ventures that you got into because uh, I'm interested to learn about your e-com and, you know, your events. And why did you start yeah. other kind of companies if you were crushing real estate? Was it because you're bored or was it more you wanted to try something unique and different? So it's funny that first uh, coaching uh, program that I got involved with in 2012, I remember a couple years later, it was around uh, about a year and a half, two years later, 2013, 2014, um, they approached us to want us to help them with coaching, like be a coach for the coaching program. And I'm like, my wife came to me and she's like, oh, I think we should do it. And I'm like, no way. I don't have time for that. Right. And I, I really fought it. I kicked and screamed and fought. And I'm like, no way, no way. And she's like, look, I want to do it. You know, I think it'd be good, you know, to give back and help other people you know, learn from the mistakes that, that we went through and, and help them from, uh, you know, making those same mistakes. And I'm like, all right, fine, I'll do it. I'll, I'll try it out. Like if it works, you know, I was like, if, I, if, if it doesn't kill my time, you know, I'll continue to do it and I'll try it out. I was like, we'll try it for a little while. So we try it, we're getting on calls with people and I'm just seeing how much we're helping people. And it just like, it got to the point where, we would get on these calls and it, it, it was my wife and I both doing it together. And it got to the point where I would just like, I was so passionate about it that I took over the call and, and I was like, Oh yeah, you're here too. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, it wasn't on purpose. So we ended up coaching individually. And then I was like, I, I gave it a break uh, from, or I, I quit doing it for them because I wanted to like, cause there was boundaries, like certain things that you had to teach way that program taught and I'm like, I didn't agree with all of them. So I went and started uh, doing my own thing and started coaching people uh, on my own around 20, 2014 or 2015, 2016, somewhere around there. 
And then I started my event, which brings in all these people and we have speakers come in and it's a week long, just amazing event. So yeah, I mean, that's how I got into coaching. I, I'm, I'm passionate about it. As a matter of fact, let's see, in 2019, I thought I didn't want to do coaching anymore. And I was just doing one-on-one coaching, by the way. So I quit. I, I said to all the people, I'm like, look, I'm not taking any more clients. As soon as I'm finished up with the, the existing clients I have, I'm done. And as I'm doing it, like, it just didn't feel right. Yeah. And as I'm finishing up and I'm like, what am I doing with myself? Like, I love doing this. One of my mentors was like, it's not that you, you don't love coaching. It's the way you're doing it. So I, I redeveloped a new program in 2020. Uh, of you know last year where I'm doing more group coaching and I'm I'm really concentrating on one piece of the business. Well, I start with one piece of the business, the marketing acquisition side. I do the marketing acquisition side, then I teach them how to turn it into a business and get to the point where you're working on your business versus in your business, just like the book behind you shows. Um, yeah, and, and just uh, that's, I teach them how to build a team and how to run a team and how to create culture and you know, just expand it, not just teach people how to do wholesaling. Like, honestly, like we don't even take on too many new clients, but I found that my most successful uh, uh, mentees that come on are the newbies. Like they know the basics. They've learned it from YouTube or whatever. They maybe have done a deal because I don't have to reprogram them. Somebody who's been doing this for several years and it's like they've been doing it this way and then you have to reprogram and teach them how to do it this way, you know, it's, it, it's a longer period to get them uh, started. So yeah, that's, that's what got me into coaching. And then uh, 20, again, 2019, 29, well, let me back up before we, we started the show, we were talking about this event that I went to, this is probably six years ago. It was an event called Thrive, Make Money Matter. Back in San Diego, it was the second one that they did. And Grant, that's where I learned about Grant Cardone. We were talking about that. And while I'm at this event, I see all these like literally young kids are in their 20s, early 20s. And they all have e-com businesses. And they're like, you having these conversations with them. Like, they're like, they don't have this big staff and they don't have all this stuff going on. They're literally working from their phones and laptops and working from all over. And they're crushing it in the game. And I'm like, I got to figure out this e-com thing, right? Figure out this digital marketing, this online marketing stuff. And so finally in 29, like my biggest problem, I'll be honest with you. It was like, I was the real estate guy. The real estate can't, guy can't go do e-com. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was a mental block for me. In 2019, I finally gave my, felt like I gave myself permission. I'm like, you know what? This is ridiculous doesn't matter what it is, what businesses I want to be in. If I want to be in the medical business, I've learned business. I've learned the game of business. So why don't I just take what I've learned there, learn a little bit, get the right people in place. It's who, not how, right? <laughs> Another book behind you. Find, find the who's to help me do what I want to do. And so I first studied by getting different courses and stuff, got, got, I don't know, three or four different courses, learn the basics, read books, like anything that I can absorb about the business to, to understand the basics. And then uh, finally launched and got things going. And now we're doing Amazon and Walmart automation. So people buy in stores from us and we manage their stores. We get them up and running. We do everything for them. And then we split the profits on the back end, 70, 30, they get 70, we get 30. 
and people are making in the first year three three thousand to ten thousand dollars a month depending on the store that they buy the scalability the credit that they can get you know all these different things so and they really do nothing but they collect their money from amazon or walmart twice a month they pay off their credit cards and then resend them a bill once a month yeah it's it's amazing eh so this is business so and it sounds like you've learn a lot over the years, right? From real estate to now building systems and processes and jumping into this coaching and event space, as well as e-com and real estate. So we're, what do you feel is your thing? Is there one thing that molds you, Terry, or is it like you're a business owner, entrepreneur, do you feel? Yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a serial entrepreneur. And it's gonna get it's gonna get to be increased even more, right? So now that I, I've done this whole thing in the e-com business now, and we're building capital, we're doing things like I'm I'm an investor in um, multifamily. I don't want to be an operator. I have no <laughs> no desire whatsoever of being an operator. I'm trying to scale back. I'm for, I'm gonna be 46 here in a couple of weeks, and I don't want to be just grinding out like this and actually doing stuff. I want to slow down a little bit. I've got my teams, everything's running good. So uh, I invest with some friends into some deals that they have. And um, I want to, some of the things that I want to do is I want to invest in more businesses in the future, like buy businesses that really just need a few tweaking. They have the right people in place. They just, or they might need a few changes of some people. So that's what, uh, I'm an entrepreneur for sure. And, and a mentor. I love, uh, I love, uh, mentoring people. I love helping people. I love watching literally, like you mentioned in the beginning, like people making six figures, hundred, dollars $200,000 max in a year. And I'm teaching them how to do, how to make a hundred to $300,000 in a month by literally the same, same thing, or maybe a few extra people, a few tweaks in their system, a few tweaks in their marketing, and then just boom, going. That's amazing. And so is there like a, a specific profile of a, a person that needs to be in place for your coaching, uh, you know, program? Yeah, I mean, what, I think the perfect avatar is somebody who is like, it, it goes by my pain point, right? Somebody, the perfect avatar, the person that really appreciates it, right, is the person that went through the pain. They've been grinding, 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 doing everything themselves. They can't figure out how to get to the next level. They feel like if they get sick, they want to go on vacation or they want to, you know, take a few days off, their business shuts down, right? It, does, it can't keep moving without them in place. And maybe it can for a few days, but it can't sustain for a while. Um, last year, I moved to Mexico for five months. I, I, when, when the pandemic hit, I was like, I'm out of here. So we, we moved and we rented this giant house on a cliff overhanging uh, the Pacific Ocean in Cabo San Lucas and just like lived out there for for five months and re-ran our businesses and we were breaking records every single month and everything was just running, right? And, and so I, I want to teach more people how to be able to do that in any any type of business, how to live life because yeah, making money is cool, but how, how much, the one thing that we can make as much money as possible, much money is we can re-desire, you know, but we can never get more time back. So like, how do you buy more time to be able to do things, to enjoy life, to not miss out on your kids or 
um, growing up or just any kind of family moments, right? I, I totally agree. Like that lifestyle, the Tim Ferriss four-hour work week, the way you structure your business or career or whatever aspirations you have, because parents love their children. But imagine spending more time with their kids, doing things that really matter, as opposed to, you know, grinding it out. A lot of people are stuck though, right? Like they go into a profession that is their business, like they're medical professionals or they're you know, any engineer or whatever, they're stuck like government teachers, but there's different systems that you can actually scale. If you look at the digital space, like this platform of the internet allows you to figure out ways to impact others and still monetize being a content creator or being someone that understands business. So I love the fact that you get it because I, I've been reading, absorbing, I'm a part of a lot of communities and I, I get what a lot of people are doing, right? And I love that you're willing to share this as well. Um, you know, and so tell us a little bit about this event that you're holding and the book that you're start uh, going to be launching later this year. Yeah, so the event, this is our fifth one. Uh, we weren't able to do it last year for obvious reasons, 2020. Um, 2020 just kind of disappeared from the planet, right? Uh, so uh, we're, we're, this is going to be our fifth one. We're doing this one in Cancun, Mexico at an all-inclusive resort. It's basically, we have the most amazing speaker lineup. Uh, we have, uh, I was just talking to Ryan Pineda uh, a little while ago, Max Maxwell, uh, Tim Story. We're going to have Carlos Reyes, um, Pace Morby, like all these uh, uh, big real estate people. There's, uh, uh, I think, 11 speakers. We've got a bunch of sponsors and um, uh, people that are going to be there and it's a week long. It's, it's one week. It's uh, $6,500 for the, the base price. If you talk to some of these speakers, they can get you discounts. Uh, we have a rehab right now. We have uh, early bird specials and stuff, but $6,500 for two people, all inclusive. The only other thing you have to pay for is your flights. Everything else is included. So with the week and then $5,500 for one person. So what it is, you get there on a Saturday. We do a welcoming party on Saturday. Sunday, I rent out these big catamaran boats and we go out and we party and get to know each other for the, for the day. It's just like, it's just an amazing time. Go snorkeling, they drop us off at this island, we eat, we drink, we party, we dance. It's just a, it's a great time, right? That's day one. Day two, which is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, those, those four days all look the same. So those four days is uh, we get to the meeting area around eight o'clock and there's the different vendors and sponsors there that you get to meet and talk to. And some of them are the speakers will have uh, booths set up and such. And then from nine to one, we have that's actual, you know, event speakers production. Uh, we'll have uh, three different speakers and one sponsor speak each one of the days. And then after that, from one to two thirty, up to 10 people can sign up to sit and have a private lunch with each one of the speakers. So you get to like have like more like a, not one-on-one, -on -one, but 10 on one, you know, but a, a private small group, like intimate setting where they can talk, talk to them about their businesses and what they, what they're doing and how they've got to where they got and what kind of, you know, just little tweaks that they'll, they'll learn in their business of what somebody else is doing. And then after that time from uh, two 30 on, it's just like, Free, uh, free time. People are hanging out at the swim up bar, having drinks, talking business, talking shop, 
making relationships, doing deals, all kinds of stuff. And really all, all of our speakers are required to be there for the entire week. So they're mingling with all these people. It's not like you go to some of these events and the speaker gets up on stage and then an hour later, they're gone. You'll never see them again. You get to see them on stage. But now you get to really hang out and connect with these people and learn more about these people. Thursday is a completely free day. Uh, vacation, do whatever you want to do. Friday night, we do a farewell party. And then everybody leaves on Saturday morning. So this is the fifth one that we've done. Uh, we're shooting to have about between five and 600 people is where we think we're going to land this year uh, with this event. And again, it's down in Mexico, all-inclusive resort, and it's high-end. It's not just like a cheap uh, all-inclusive resort. This is a high-end, beautiful setting. I mean, just hanging out with like-minded like individuals and high-level uh, entrepreneurs for an entire week. That's amazing. Um, it sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, if you don't mind sharing the, the link or what's the best way to take a look at that event? Yeah, the best way to, to find out details is tabretreat.com. Go to tabretreat.com. There's a place where you can even set up to uh, talk to somebody on our team more about it and see if there's any kind of discounts available at that particular time. So yeah, tabretreat.com will get you there. Um, and then of course, uh, through me, my Instagram is where a lot of people end up coming through. It's Terry Thayer II. It's, uh, my last name is T-H-A-Y-E-R-I-I -I is uh, Terry Thayer II is my Instagram handle. Amazing. So tell us- And then little... another exciting thing is my book. Yeah, it's the book. Yeah, was... so my book, I've been working on this book yeah, I've been working on this book for, for several years. And then I finally found the right person to help me get it finished. Um, and we're going to be launching that book on July 16th. Uh, it'll be available on Amazon. The name of the book is called Play to Win. So Play to Win uh, Wholesaling Book. It's basically from A to Z, everything in, in real estate. And play, the reason why the, the, the title Play to Win it's more along the lines of like some, a shift that I made a few years ago. It was like when I treat business like, a, like sports, right? When I started treating business like sports, that's when things dramatically started changing. And what I mean by that is look at sports. Like people in business, they, like, they go to work, they do things, they hire people, and then they just repeat, right? Some people might track some KPIs, but in sports, what do you have? You have a head coach, you have an assistant coach, you have coach for this, 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 and this, like as a quarterback coach, linebacker coach, a, you know, kicking coach, like there's a coach for a conditioning coach a nutrition coach, like everything. There's a coach for every single piece of it because they want you to be the best of the best in every single part to be producing at the highest level. Right. Then what else are they doing? They're training, training and training, practicing, training, practicing, training. And then they show up for game time. And that's how they become the best in the world is by repeating that process over and over where people like salespeople, for example, they're not training every single day. They're not working that muscle every single day. How are they supposed to get better? Because they've been on the calls because they're talking to more people. No, they've got to train. So retrain with our team every single day. Like, and then they're required to have 30 minutes to 30 minutes to an hour of some type of training. Like right now we have two different trainings going around. We have uh, Jordan Belford's uh, training, the straight line system. And then Steve Trang, Steve Trang has a podcast, Disruptors podcast, uh, where my, my uh, sales team is in, in there for the real estate side anyhow. 
they're in his, uh, his uh, uh, training for sales. Because look, I can teach sales all day long, but it gives them another flavor, another way of another person coming at them with different ideas instead of me trying to be the only person there. So I'm training them every day on top of it. And I'm, we're putting KPIs, metrics, we, we show it just like in, in football, right? You, you talk about football, basketball, they talk about all the different in this game, like we're getting ready to play this opponent and this, this opponent, they, they threw this many yards. They did this, they did this tackles, you know, they have all the metrics, like every single person knows their opponent and what their, what their metrics are because they're tracking everything. So why are we not doing more of that in every piece of our business? Why are we not training more? Why are we not coaching and treating it like this is our team and we're trying to get our team to the national championship every year. No, that's amazing because a lot of businesses don't even look at training their team, right? They think they hire someone for that skill, the experience and whatnot, but that's it, right? And you being a business owner, you get it because you've gone through a lot of coaches and mentors for different aspects of your business to scale, to create systems, to understand mindset that you have to think differently. You have to know where your gaps and weaknesses are and fill it with people that are great at what they do. So then you have to equip with those people with all the tools, all the experience and skill set as well. So all these people will then perform at peak performance, right? And that that's the issue with a lot of businesses. They only hire, but that's where it ends. They think those people are going to step up and fill that gap. But you and me yeah. and every other successful business owner understands the difference between what it takes to be the top of its class, right? Because it's not just doing what everyone else is doing. You got to step it up. Exactly. I mean, and I practice what I preach too, because not only am I getting, I mean, I have, I think we have three different mentors for our people. I've mentored for my daughter. I now this year, I've been saying for years, I, I, I uh, invest over six figures a year into myself. We now, which six figures is a hundred thousand, right? We now this this year, I've actually broke over two hundred thousand um, investing into myself uh, this year. So, as of as of twenty twenty one, we're I'm, I'm investing over two hundred thousand dollars a year into myself to make myself better, to make myself perform at peak level. So I'm I'm constantly working that muscle. Look, if we go to the gym and we're trying to get big arms or get a big chest or get abs or whatever. It ain't going to happen just by going to the gym and, or driving by the gym and looking at it, right? And having this, because we have a membership, like we got to go there. We got to work that muscle every single day, right? If we're sitting there doing curls and we're, you know, working with dumbbells at 20 pounds one week, and then next month we're get up to 30 pounds and 40 pounds, 50 pounds. If we're going consistent, we're going to work that muscle and we're going to see the results. But if we're just going whenever we want, you know, here and there and not really making it consistent, it's not going to, you're not going to get the results. And I, I love the fact that you mentioning that you were getting coaching throughout that journey. Right. And, and as you mature and you get wiser and you get better in business, you up your game. Right. So for a lot of new entrepreneurs, it, it doesn't mean you have to spend six figures right off the bat. Maybe it is one or two figures, you know, a couple thousand dollars here and there. Then you upgrade to someone a little bit further along 
that you can gain insight from because everyone knows that there's things that other people have gone through that you want to learn and shrink time. And that's the whole purpose of coaches, right? Mentors. They've already seen a lot of different perspectives, other people, and they're going to tweak your game so that you can improve, right? To get better. And so that's the whole purpose of coaching and mentoring, right? Um, but you being doing it for so long, now you know where your gaps are. And even this coach, they know what needs to be done for you to take that next step. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I, I, I feel like I wasted 10 years of my life. I mean, it's never wasted, right? There's always something that you gained from it. For, but from 2002 to 2012, I could be so much further along had I had had I learned about financial education and coaches and mentors in 2000. I didn't learn about it until 2012. And I remember when I heard it about it in 2012, I thought it was, it's a scam. Like, there's no way this isn't real. Like, what do you mean they're going to teach me this? Like, you know what I mean? I just thought it was like a, it was like a wool over my eyes thing and I fell for it. But I remember, uh, I remember pushing in $25,000 on that, that coaching program back in 2012. And it was the best decision I ever made. Not that that particular coaching program was mind blowing, but it opened my eyes to financial education, opened my eyes that if you can hire people to help you get to the next level faster and people are like, Oh, I can't afford coaches. You can't afford not to have a coach. Number one, because when you look at time, like if you say, Oh, I'm going to really put my head down and I'm going to spend time figuring out all these systems, you're probably going to cost yourself more than what that coach could have, um, saved you or you could have paid that coach in the time and money it would have saved you you can be making exponentially more money in that time i, I totally agree in financial education or just educating yourself on any matter books podcasts audio youtube is one thing which is self-help you're doing it yourself but having a perspective with someone that's gone through the situation that you've lived that has already helped people in your situation will really expedite that time. So that's the reason coaches yep. are so pivotal in every entrepreneur or wh whatever business or you know career or life situation. There's a life coach, there's financial coach, there's relationship coaches, business coach, whatever it is, because you can always improve. You can always get better, enhance whatever situation you have. So I love that you're mentioning that, Terry. Um, yeah, is there for sure. Absolutely. Else that you would like to share uh, with the audience members? Because I know this has been a great conversation. And I do want to appreciate your time. And I, I respect that you're opening up with all the little ventures that you've uh, got into as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, you know, there's a, usually a lot of times when I do these podcasts, there's uh, people that are reaching out and want to uh, talk, learn, learn more about what we do, what, what we have going on. And the best way is through Instagram. Like I said, Terry, there, I, I, uh, connect with me on Instagram. Uh, I have a link tree on there that shows different things that we have going on, like the events. Uh, we do, um, this event, I call this two day event I do, I do in Raleigh, North Carolina called, called accelerator. And basically I just kind of like peel back everything, open up everything in our business. And I show the entire process and we even bring them to our office for a few hours, one of the days. And, um, there's experience as well. We like we small group uh, typically, and you know we, we provide all the all the food and just 
just have two days where we put our heads down, don't think about anything except for what we're teaching you so you can help grow your business and get your business to the next level. I'd love to see as many people as possible meet a lot of you guys in, uh, in Mexico at Tab Retreat. Um, it's going to be an amazing event. So yeah, reach out and talk about that. And again, the book is going to be live on July 16th on Amazon. You can get it. It's called play to win. And, uh, yeah, let's start there and, and, and go from there. Love to meet a lot of you guys. That's amazing. Well, I really want to thank you for being on the show, Terry. Um, all the show notes will be there with all your handles and links. And um, yeah, I, I do want to thank you again uh, for being here. So thanks a lot, Terry. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to our latest podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the Business Sphere and share this episode. Tune in next week for more interviews from entrepreneurs. 